welcome to Innate Express Podcast. I'm Haig John, chiropractor in Melbourne, Florida. Our mission is to ground you in service and inspire you to serve at your very best. Let's get started. I'm here with my very good friend and favorite, one of my favorite chiropractors, uh, Tracy, and she just came in from Jamaica, and we're talking about the process of school and chiropractic college. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Tracy. And we both went through the accreditation issue at Life University. Um, Tracy ended up at uh, Life West, and I went to Cleveland Chiropractic in Los Angeles, and then went back to Life University. We were just talking about the process that we have to go through in school and how important it is going through chiropractic school. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I knew from the age of two years old that I wanted to be a chiropractor. I said it, chiropractic had changed my life. I was a super asthmatic, sick baby, and my parents were introduced to chiropractic, and it really did it change my life. I became a healthy, happy, you know, well-developed toddler at the age, and I said I want to be a chiropractor, and I had to always remember that, that it was a knowing, that it was a, you know, it chose me from an early age, because school can be very grueling. Um, and I, I just said to Haig, you know, it's subluxated me more than anything ever has, but yet I met some of the most amazing people that allowed me to see life very differently because of that journey. Yeah. And that I'm grateful for. It, it is, and it is such a journey. And we're over the breakfast table right now. We were talking, and uh, so you might hear some kids screaming and yelling in the background. But the, 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 the physical nature of our world, for me, prior to chiropractic school, was in more of an earthly understanding. Even though I studied Qigong a little bit, and yoga, and some other things, and was deep into philosophy, when we get in contact with this body that is metaphysical, beyond the physical, and we start working with it, we start feeling, seeing, and noticing in others a greater potential. And when we start tapping into that, and we start having a consciousness, or even beyond consciousness, just a knowing that how profound this being is that we're serving with and then serving from, which means ourself, the possibilities are endless. And I took, I really feel that it took chiropractic school, even though we study a lot of earthly things, to see beyond the physical. Does that make sense? Absolutely. But what needed to come first for me, I would say, was that I really had to learn how to love and care for myself in a whole new way. Um, I think, you know, I showed up young. I was 20-something, mm -hmm. and it was fresh out of college. There was a lot of partying and mm -hmm. abusing my body. And even, you know, my relationship to how I cared for my body or disconnect from my body. Like, it was, it, it was truly, you jumped into this process of, people living a way of life that was very different and it yeah. became a lifestyle you know growing up with chiropractic and going to get adjusted I knew there was something very special but I really didn't know how special it was until being immersed among all these amazing yeah. people who were living it eating it breathing it talking it and um, going through the journey of getting subluxated and unsubluxated and really learning what that is on not just a physical level but a spiritual level yeah you tipped on two important things. One of oh, many important things, the community 
you know, when we're in our hometown communities, like um, Tracy came from Jamaica, and thank goodness, I'm a little in a chiropractic desert here, and she so says she I. is, and we're, we're able to serve each other, which is important. Um, but when we're in that homogenous group of chiropractors, we have, we were in a nest egg. We were really in a nest of, you know, amazing people, really. Everyone in chiropractic that I started out with, I really feel a bond with. And chiropractors have been through the same journey, whether it was 50 years ago or two years ago. You know, it's somewhat the same journey of transformation. And we're all different at the end. That's why you, we, I feel that, you know, the chiropractic school journey is an important part of the process. And, you know, what got us on this conversation, I said, hey, get your recorder. We got it. We've got it. We were talking about mm -hmm. some of the subluxations that we acquired while in school. It was not easy. It was not, it was easy. not easy. It was, it, as a matter of fact, slammed <laughs> us down. We had broken bones. Broken we bones. had broken wallets. Broken, you know, th there was a lot of really deep lessons that required us to trust. Yeah. To trust ourselves. And keep on keeping on. In the process, yeah. Keep on keeping on. And that is what you're going to be doing with people when you get out and you have your mm. chiropractic sign on your door and people come and they just want you to fix them or whatever. You've got to allow your philosophy and your own life lessons to share with these people that there's a process and it's greater than them and trusting the process is not something that everyone has learned along the way. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's something that you, I feel we really do pick up while we're in chiropractic school, that there is a process. It, uh, you know, Tracy gave me an adjustment. I had a, I had a broken olecranon. I, I chipped my elbow at Big Bear um, snowboarding on Christmas Eve with all my buddies who are much better snowboarders than me, and I've never gotten better. I just get worse. And she came down for with her friends, and we went to a show on Valentine's Day, actually. So it was all that period my elbow had not healed, and she adjusted me, and I had a spontaneous healing. Healing can happen spontaneously, but the process really is, you know, we have to honor that process in all people. That includes ourselves. So even the chiropractic school experience is a process of churning up the old to allow the new us, the new you, the new me to come out. And I remember Sid Williams, in my orientation, he said, you are brand new right now. You choose who you are now. Anyone you were in the past, you don't have to be anymore. And it was three hours he spoke. All I remember was that and the keys. Because <laughs> I dropped his keys. He finally dropped the keys. And I had to pee through the whole thing. I remember that. <laughs> but that transformation from who I was before, which, you know, I was, I told the story a few times on stage. There are a lot of different me's, right? Lifetimes ago, I was this one person. And that new person, I decided, it took me a long journey even through chiropractic school of just redevelopment. I didn't need to be that other person. I used to put on, you know, big shows. We put on punk rock shows. We put on raves. We did all kinds of fun stuff. We had a blast. We partied our brains out. We had a good time. Well, if we're going to be really honest, which I think we should because you all need to hear this. But like, I, I showed up to chiropractic school and I, I, I had, I had um, registered for September, but I was partying so much that I said, I don't want to go to school now. And I... You know, it got to, I don't know, like October, November, and I looked at my life and I was like, if I don't do this now, I might not be here. I was really in a 
dark place. Yeah. And so I drove to Marietta and I registered for the January classes and I was just, I was in a really, you know, addictive place and mm-hmm. not, not a healthy place. And I thought, I got to do this. I have to do this. And I remember it was very early on in one of the classes and one of our doctor professors said, you know, if you want to help other people heal, you first have to heal yourself. And I took a good look inward and I go, wow, I have a lot, a lot of, and, and for me, my big healing was learning to love my body, um, have a better relationship with food in my body and just really, really, really love and treasure and take care of myself because I was gonna be stepping into the role of teaching people to do the same. And that was really big. So, you know, whatever, of course, what Haig said, whatever you, who you were in the past is not who you are now. And there is just so much to learn on this journey of becoming a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. And um, People are gonna ask you, what do you do for this, and how do you live, and how do you think, and you are you're a teacher. You're a teacher. And all the things that you, we have all gone through in our journeys will start showing up in the people that we serve. Yes. And for me, in the very beginning, is I realized that I went through those things, so had I I was not judgmental. I didn't say, oh, how did you get to this? Why are you doing that? Because I've been in that place myself, and it, it gave me the light, a deeper, uh, uh, how do I describe that? Is, you know, it's serving with less judgment. I guess that's what it really boils down to, is that I, I know what it's like to be, I can't be in your shoes, but I've been in similar shoes. And coming with love and not the shade of judgment, that I think was the biggest part of that journey. Well, I recently had a very big lesson, two very big lessons about that one. I might cry, but um, I had a few years recently where I didn't love chiropractic. I said, I'm so mad at chiropractic. I'm so mad at my body. And I realized I had a lot of judgment about the birth process and the way it should be. And, you know, I, I, I also am a doula and spent years going to people's births and telling them if they got adjusted, they'd have this perfect, amazing birth. And that was my role. People would come to me to have these amazing births. And I myself ended up with two C-sections, which I I honestly, I still, it's hard for me to even say it publicly Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of shame and embarrassment. Mm -hmm. And I realize that comes from the perfection that we played. There wasn't, for me in our philosophy, there wasn't a, and this can happen. And I realized I judged, I judged C-sections. I really judged them. And I did not know how to hold space for people who had had that because I didn't know it. Mm -hmm. I I was like a natural, perfect bird. And Mm so exactly what Haig is saying, sometimes we go through things if we have a judgment around Mm -hmm. them that we need to work on because now I've, I've been able to help hold space for some people in a very, very different way. I actually had to call some people and say, you know, I, I didn't know how to hold you when you went through this. And I'm really, now I do. Mm-hmm. Now I do. So, you know, there are even in school, there is a lot of judgment and things that are what we see is off the path. They're not true north. And going through things like that, that. You know, I, 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 we it was don't... my dark night of the soul. It really sure. brought me down. But, but it's it gave you a new light. Very new. That's what enlightenment means exactly. is is giving that new light, one less judgment, honoring others mm-hmm. because we don't know where people have come from. Mm-hmm. When we were doing a home birth with Bianca, yeah. 
We had to get transferred to the hospital 12 hours of pushing, Roberta did. And it was the last thing on earth we wanted to do is go to the hospital. Um, We had, I mean, there probably were five. um, There were five midwives, two doulas. It was like a party at our house. And we got transferred, or Roberta got transferred. And the, the birthing experience there, I, I did start taking over the entire you know, birthing room and told the doctors what I wanted and what Roberta wanted. But it's not always that way. You don't always have that choice. I think that's true. I think a lot of us realize throughout school is that we've got to let go of the control. That's right. Control is a control big one. Control and, and how it needs to look. And So that need to control. And I think you know the universe, God... Whatever we want to say, Godzilla. Okay, um, we get these gifts because we need to learn that lesson. We need to learn the lessons for ourselves so we can serve others at a higher level. Mm-hmm. Because we're, I look at Pasquale helped me, and we've talked about this before about the word subluxation. And it's real easy to see it as less than and in a lack consciousness. And, and, you know, a lot of people talk about it from stage and wherever, that it's less light expression. And he said to me, simple words, remembered also means under. Sub means under. Under the expression of the light. Mm-hmm. Everything is happening for a purpose. And when that light within that being and your being, which we call innate or spirit, connect and say, I need to be served this way. And same thing with that light within, when that baby, this is what needs to happen for you. That baby's far wiser than anyone outside of it, right? Mm-hmm. Mommy, I'm gonna serve you in this way so you can see a new light, okay? So we go through these processes with these divine beings that are straight from a, a heavenly plane is the way I look at them. And they're there to serve us. And they came, they chose us to be in this world, right? They chose us as parents and said, this is what we need to serve together within for all, for our entire family and the earth. So that process, it's amazing. And when we were in school, we had, we had friends that were doing home births unassisted, alone. Yeah. It was amazing. And I thought, oh, this is easy. And I've been to a lot of those. But, yeah. you know, when you were just talking, it got me thinking, you know, if you are in school and you're listening, find a chiropractor outside of school to serve you. Find some mentors and care. Don't just get adjusted by your, your peers. They're awesome, too. But find someone to really, really, really tune into. Your light to turn into your light. The mentorship so is the most important part, important. Mm-hmm. and so it's important. beyond a, a beyond a podcast or listening to videos. Is really going and showing up and being in person. I think is these are important. I mean, this is why I flew to see Haig this weekend from Jamaica because I needed some really precise specific gentle loving care and I don't always get that where I live and most and you need don't. it I, I said to Hague I said do you remember how subluxated we were at school school I've never experienced subluxation like that you guys are in it it's so intense constant it's a lot you're exhausted you're just like you're really in it and so to even have this podcast i would have loved to have this podcast when i was in school yeah. well and even when you're practicing yes you know, your first, well, and the, if you're practicing the first few years of practice i Ooh. mean i tell you Ooh. i had i had 
I had a PI guy that basically, you know, walked on my back like a tightrope. Um, wouldn't adjust me without zapping me with Ian, uh, the, the, whatever that call is called, the muscle stem. And uh, I said, all right, I needed to get adjusted. But you know what? Just getting zapped with those things, it started to broke my, break my spirit. And I just stopped going. He was uh, the next parking lot over from me. And I, I would rather have not getting it, gotten adjusted. So I went very subluxated until I sh saved up my shekels, saved up a few dollars where I could fly to New York and get adjusted from my friends at Self Center, Pasquale and all those people, or I would go down to Miami and get adjusted. That was four hours for me to drive. It was just as expensive to fly to New York. And so I can be served. And that's beyond the adjustment. You're being served, mm -hmm. right? With absolute love, caring, no judgment, what have you and that is what true service different is different experience a very very different experience mm -hmm. and i think that's when a lot of enlightenment happens for the people who are under your you know your hands and they get off the table and they feel the light <laughs> they, they, and think they, about yeah go ahead a lot of healing can happen from that place um even in practice like 10 15 years now i've been in practice 15 years that you know I really have to nurture my spirit. I have to protect my system. So even more importantly, to get adjusted well, adjusted properly, being served. That's, I think, is, yeah. is, is the paramount thing. And it doesn't change. 15, 20, 30 years, you hear the same stories from people of, I show up so I can get adjusted. I can show up so I can get served. It's so true. And actually, you know, I had never gone without chiropractic. It was always a weekly thing, you know, growing up. And even up until the last, I would say, four years, or five years ago when I was pregnant. And um, I'll just tell I, I had this really weird mosquito-borne virus in, in Jamaica, and it attacks the joints. And afterwards, I felt like my spine was almost like arthritic, right? And so I, I had been getting adjusted, like total flying seven, but it was better than nothing, right? And then after that mosquito virus, he, he went to adjust me, and it was so wrong. It was like he did not tune in, and it was just slamming on my system. And I said, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I really can't do this anymore, and um, so I decided. For me, it was better to wait. I would, I, I, if anyone wants to come visit me in Jamaica, by the way, invitation here. Like I would wait till my friends would come visit. Come, come stay with me for free. Come adjust me, um, and then I also started doing retreats, uh, which I call the self care and service retreats. So. For chiropractors to come, we do yoga, we adjust each other, we get good food and nature and whatnot, but we also go out and serve the community. And I thought, wow, this is a way to get a week's worth of amazing mm -hmm. care um, because I realized that I'm far more precious than to let someone just slam on my body. Like, that's not the way that I ever want to... Mm -hmm. I don't feel adjusted after. I feel mashed up. Oh, yeah. Mashed up. Well, and this is for, you know... There's a lot of people listening to the podcast that you're maybe not in school, but really improving. We always have to work towards improving ourselves. I mean, just going just for our CEs and going to learn how to, you know, I can't believe people would go to foot levelers or, or standard process, but, you know, none of that really matters if you're not a great adjuster, even if you're decent. Um, I'm going to Mexico and I'm, I'm teaching Thompson and innate adjusting. And, you know, Clay Thompson said, you know, this techniques make, techniques makes a good chiropractor better, makes a great, good, a, a better chiropractor great. 
And so there are techniques out there that will help you with the adjustment. But if we're not coming from our heart, and if we're not centered, and we're not in present time consciousness, you are not connected spirit to spirit. There is no way to. I don't care if you're the Dalai Lama. He spends all his time meditating, doing his yogas and all those things. I don't know if he does yoga. They're, they're, they're Buddhist. Yes, they do yoga. Well, and you have to come from that place. I, you just reminded me of so many um, times that, you know, I've had life stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And when you when I would, you would come say, okay, now I need to serve. I need to just push that aside, get present. And when you allow yourself to be the vessel and that, you know, that wisdom comes through your through you, through your heart, through your hands, through the adjustment. By the end of the day, oftentimes I've forgotten that stuff that was bothering me at the beginning of the day. It's like you just start serving and, um, you know, you get adjusted too. When you're adjusted, when you are serving from that place, like you were just talking about, that's an adjustment. And Pasquale would say, every every adjustment we give, we also receive. Yes. So I would rather give the best I could possibly give, so I can also receive the best I could possibly get. But that's an that's I think is an important factor that you just said. The uh, you know, the skill. It's not scraping people with metal rods and you know zapping them with EMGs or all that stuff. You know, it's the place of love and being grounded in that service. Mm-hmm. That's truly, that's where we're serving and not just adjusting. Well, and I would say too, I think that with life being at the pace that it is right now, it's really important to look at yourself and everyone's different, but say, what grounds me? What brings me alive? What can I do? How do you care for yourself? You know, so many people I see going through the rat race and just showing up, but it's so important. Meditate, read, mm-hmm. practice your yoga, whatever. Go put your feet in the grass, go in nature. You've got to do and the improve things. You're adjusting. You've got to do the things that ground you, bring you to life, and your skill. Yes, improve your adjustments. Um, you know, take Haig's classes. There's a lot of people with a lot of wisdom and a lot of love who really have taken a lot of time to really finesse and fine-tune adjustments. Learn from them. Go. Learn. Humble yourself. If you're a chiropractor and you haven't taken an adjusting seminar in a while, I haven't actually. I have not in a while. It's very... Oh, no. I went last year to a pediatric. But but it's humbling to put yourself in the role of, I'm a student today. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Especially if you've been serving for a while. Oh, yeah. So. You know, the, the, all the years and things that, you know, on staff with Arno and we traveled together and going to different colleges, mm-hmm. I got so much out of that. And then also going to seminars, I just did one in Boston um, with... Uh, Marty Rosen. Marty Me Rosen. Too. Did you do Marty yes. Rosen's? And it was amazing. A lot of great chiropractors were there and I got so much out of it. I got to stop at, uh, at Patty's Peter and Peter's Patty's. place yeah, at, at their event. And uh, it was it was... It was my first um, chiropractic seminar that I had done outside of the normal things that I normally do, right? And it was it was a beautiful, beautiful event. And then we has we hosted BGI one at my office just recently, and I think I did BGI one with you at Life West. We all years came out to, ago. That was like two thousand two or something yeah. like that. And uh, so that was a lot of fun too. But it brought me back to those memories back then with Sue, and we all flew 
came to Life West to to do that with you. So find your Cairo tribe. Haig was like when when we were talking about our friends in school at the beginning. When I think of, I call them my Cairo tribe. It's a right? great. I like that. Your, the Cairo your tribe. Cairo tribe. Your group of people who you're gonna go through school with. You're gonna go through after school with. You're gonna go through all the ups and downs, the journeys, the trials, the tribulations, and they are the people who are going to hold you and remind you of the light and remind you to trust the process and remind you and keep you in how, check yeah. and how powerful chiropractic is and keep mm-hmm. you in check because um, once once school and the bubble of school ends the chiro tribe doesn't really always exist in your surroundings mm-hmm. and so you know you might have to fly to see them or go to the seminars or call them on the phone or facetime or whatever but um that wisdom that you learn in school and that the process you go through of becoming the you you are today is a very intimate process and there are certain people, your Cairo tribe, who are going to be there to be the mirrors to reflect the light that you are, mm-hmm. even during the times that seem a little, you know, yeah. when life gets intense. So we, we need them because they, honestly, when I think of the people in my community, there's like a couple little handfuls that I can go there with, but it's nothing like a, a chiropractic is an amazing, amazing profession and philosophy and special group of people get to be the people who are chosen to really learn it, live it and know it. There's a lot of wisdom in everything you just said. It really <laughs> is. That Cairo tribe, you know, your neighbors, your, your yoga instructor or whoever, you know, they haven't been through the journey that you have. We haven't all been through the same but we've gone through similar processes, mm-hmm. right? And to someone to really understand you a little bit better and to be part of that, we've gone through the things. And I, yeah, your Cairo tribe, yeah, that's a that's a that's a big statement. I love that. And that's good. Thanks for being in my Cairo tribe. Hey. Well, thank you for being in my Cairo tribe. So this is our our uh, session with uh, with Tracy. I'm so happy she's here. Um, we, we're about to all get adjusted. The kids are about to get adjusted. Bianca, you want Multiple to say good morning? Multiple times. Let me just say that like yesterday we got adjusted twice, and we are going to adjust each other, other all day today. We're doing um, a process. That we're doing an unraveling. <laughs> and when we do indigo, we do these, you know, the healing sessions you're talking about in Jamaica or wherever in the world, and we're going to do the indigo, um, which is a, a healing weekend. And what we strive for is to get adjusted when we wake up, before each meal, maybe after, before we go to bed. So we're fitting that in. And it's not just, you know, it's it's bigger than what we have been programmed as a subluxation. You know, we're under that light of, of the creation of the universe. And the individual spirit is going to tell me a code that comes from a greater source, serve me here in this way. And when we understand those codes, the codes within us, we're made up of different codes and energies and light, become more aligned. We become clearer so we could shine our light at the brightest. So it's the outside world that dulls that light. And you know what? You just We're going to talk for like another hour or so now that we're back at it but um well, what we'll do is we'll pa- <laughs> we'll, we'll stop this one yes. we'll start again okay. later All on right. stay tuned love you